0: This episode of the You and I podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> so, I think about a week ago, um, a user on Twitter who goes by the name of Mo. a lot of people know her, Mo Chievous. you know, she was part of those um, amazing women who were really organizing and supporting and disbursing funds with regards to NSAS campaign, you know, the FEMCO coalition and stuff. They did a lot of amazing work during the NSAS campaign and it was incredible. Like those women showed up and showed out. So a couple of weeks ago, I think, a week ago or so, I think she comes and says, you know what, because of the harassment that a lot of women face on Twitter, she is going to boycott Twitter. So She wanted to start a campaign, so stop harassing women, basically. So she said, well, on the 9th of April, she's going to boycott Twitter. No tweeting, no retweeting, no liking. But she does clarify that you could actually, you know, send a DM and stuff like that. So... When she made that tweet, a lot of people were up in arms like, oh, this is just performative, you know, this is just her trying to, you know, rack up her activist laurels and stuff like that, that this is just, it doesn't make sense. There's not going to be any real change. Like how does boycotting Twitter help you, you know, create change or stop harassing women or stuff like that? I think the the rhetoric went on for a while and then it died. Then... Yesterday, the dates got closer. So the 9th was today, which is um, the start of the campaign. On the 8th, people started, you know, coming up with this funny, trying to be funny. So basically, um, people started talking about, oh, well, it's getting closer to this. And um, I think it's time that all women run away from Twitter. Oh, wow. Mostly men started doing this me, they were like, you know what? Oh, it's going to be amazing a day on Twitter without women. Oh, you know, I'm going to be able to walk naked, share my nudes and stuff. It was basically just fun and banter, and for a while it felt like that to me. I was like, well, this is just funny. Personally, I, I didn't participate in the challenge because, in my own, the way I see it, I think like I would have loved it if it was more wholesome. Like, okay, for a day this campaign is all going to be about nobody's going to post on twitter nobody's going to answer any dms just for the entire day everybody every woman in support of this campaign gets off twitter but just put your make sure your status or uh, your AV has the campaign logo and stuff like that it felt more wholesome because that would be boycotting it totally so when she mentioned that you know you can still send dms or you can still converse and dms i felt a little type of way but the reason, I think one of the main reasons I didn't participate was because I realized as much as I want to be an ally, this shit is not about me, you know. And when I start doing that stuff where I'm, you know, okay, I want to support this, in a way it feels, it will start to feel performative. And I didn't want it to feel performative because I like Twitter. Twitter is a space where, you know, a lot of interesting conversations, funny conversations go on every day. I love Twitter. I I, I don't think I'm going to boycott Twitter anytime soon. But yes, I like Twitter. And sometimes, yes, you need the break. And I felt like in a way, these women actually needed a break. You know, a, a, a day entirely where you just go off Twitter would be amazing. So while I had my reservations, I actually still saw sense in what she was trying to do. I have a couple of people who said, you know what, it's just performative. She's just trying to rack up goodwill in a way, or oh, you know what, so that I'm an activist and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like, even if it is just performative, it is actually still making a statement. You know, two things can be right. You know, somebody can be doing this to actually change the narrative on how women are addressed on social media, especially Twitter. And still be looking towards, you know, getting some kind of recognition. Like, I don't think it is totally wrong. Because at the end of the day, we are all human beings and we are all selfish. We all have our hidden agendas and stuff. So let us not give up the sense of, oh my God, you're not doing this because you want to actually benefit women. No, no, no. This stuff would actually benefit me because in a way it's a conversation starter. You might not think it's doing anything, but the conversation has already started. Why are women always being targeted? Why are women always being targeted on social media platforms? And what can be done to actually curtail this? That is the conversation that is being started by this seemingly uh, selfish campaign for more achievers. But what actually got me more pissed off has to do with the fact that for some reason, a campaign that is totally about women, where the person who started the campaign actually tweeted and said, you know what, this campaign is just about women um, trying to get women to stop being harassed, trying to put shed light on this. It is not about us as feminists hating men. And still, for some very weird reason, still, men, a lot of men, and I mean a lot of men, still found it necessary to center themselves you know, started making jokes and there's a hashtag that's trending now, which is international men's day. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with men? Like how, how childish can we get? Like, how stupid can we get? This shit is not about you. Like, why? If you say this campaign is all trash and stuff, why is it so triggering to you? If something is trash, don't you just discard it and move on with your life? Nobody goes to see trash and sit down with trash and keep telling trash that. You know what? Or do you go to the dump site and be like, you know what? You are trash. Trash, you are trash. Nobody does that. You just dump trash somewhere and go on with your life. So, if you think this campaign, this whole thing is trash, why the fuck... Is it so triggering to you? Why the fuck do you feel the need, the necessity to keep, you know, trying to um, mock this campaign or trying to um, discard what this, the message behind this campaign is doing? You say it doesn't matter. You say Motivius is just doing this because she's trying to, you know, rack up her own um, social currency and stuff. Okay, agreed. So why not move the fuck on? Why does it not have to be a constant conversation to you where you're like, oh, you know what? Ah, women are not on Twitter today. Oh, thank God. I can do this. I can do that. And that's how funny it is. In every way, you actually proved her point. You actually made it so glaring. Why this campaign, despite what you think about it being her own personal um, stuff and stuff, you made it obvious why this campaign is necessary. Because the exact thing she's campaigning for is the exact thing you're doing. And you think you're making jokes. And I'm just, I'm just here thinking like what the fuck is wrong with me? Why why we not ever get it? sense? Like it, it, I don't think it is that hard though. I don't, I know I don't think it's that. hard. I think it's just just take a moment, a, a little moment to think about stuff, you know. Think about it and don't think about it from your male centric perspective. Remove yourself from that male centric perspective and think about it on your. Look at this. You are talking about oh this thing is oh uh, it's just hard trying to perform. Just this week earlier, a Madrid, um, a Real Madrid female goalkeeper posted a picture of her passionately celebrating a victory. And then posted it as, um, besides, a picture of a male Madrid player, Asensio, passionately ce- celebrating his victory. And all she needed, all she did was just caption it like the passion is the same or something. And people went off on her. When I mean people, men went off on her. Saying you are not the same thing. This is not real. Like, they fucking harassed this lady. She had to delete the tweets. If not for the fact that the men now started showing support all around the footballing world. Men, um, the male side and the female side started showing support for each other. This would have been one case of where, you know what, Why? So you're asking the question like, what was so hurtful about her, a female footballer, coming to say, you know what? Just the way the, the men are passionate about football, we also have that passion, and football is one for all. Like what? I, I still don't understand what is so terrible about saying that, and yet you guys don't see the reason why this campaign, this infant campaign that Motivius is starting, has any, you know, leeway or makes any sense. You guys still think, oh, like, I understand not liking a person. A lot of people don't like Mochivio. She can be very controversial sometimes. Sometimes she tweets stuff and I'm like, oh my God, like, was this even necessary? You know, stuff like that. It happens. Everybody tweets stuff. I tweet stuff that later on I read, I'm like, the fuck are you even saying? And I delete that shit. But you cannot let whatever you think personally of this person weigh in on the way you see when they're trying to do something positive. Especially when these kind of people have, basically have a track record. We saw how dedicated the FEMCO women were towards, you know, transparency and everything. But instead of supporting these men, instead of encouraging these men, almost every month you you find a, a new smear campaign coming up just to discredit what the work these men have done. And I still don't understand that. It's almost like clockwork. And it doesn't come from nobody else but the men. Championed by some women who still, for some reason, don't understand that the idea of feminism is not that you should start fighting your fellow women. Regardless of how how you think their own idea of feminism is at the extreme. You can have conversations. That is what Twitter is for. These women are just seeking something. We want equality. We want um, equal pay in in the workplace. We want, you know... We want to move around and not feel like we're being harassed. You know, we want to be able to wear what we like and not feel like, oh, we are we are, we are being immoral or stuff like that. The other day, one, one Twitter user, I think a week or two weeks ago, um, I think it's, um, her name is Pelumi or something. I don't know. She does this yoga stuff where she made a complaint about going to a restaurant where she was not asked to, she wasn't allowed to enter because they said her dressing was not proper. Apparently, she, she wore something where the cleavage her cleavage was out um, profoundly, and then they, they asked her to stay out. She decided, you know what, no problem, I'll stay out. She stayed out, and just outside where she was, some of the staff by her side were actually calling her a slut. Like, within earshot, like, just so you know they don't care. We didn't earshot. Profiling her, why? Because they have, for some reason... Seeing a woman with cleavage is just unfathomable. Like, you can't think about it. It's just like, how You would think that for all our macho-ness, for all our strength, that us as men would have some sort of, you know, restraint when it comes to just diving in and waning on topics that concern women. Sometimes, I think sometimes it helps to just shut the fuck up. Like, just legit shut the fuck up. I don't care if you have the best comeback. I don't care if you have the the um the grandest experience about something. When it comes to women talking about the things that they go through, when it comes to them discussing harassment, discussing molestation, discussing whatever concerns them and if you're not there to, you know, lend a helping hand or show some support, if you feel like you have an opinion that you think, "Oh my god, these people have not considered this." You know, there would be other times for you to bring that out. Just shut the fuck up for that moment. Like, just allow that shit go. You do not know, you cannot, as a man, you cannot understand the struggle of a woman. And honestly, again, I'm going to say this. You have every right not to believe in the campaign or, to, or the efficacy of the campaign that Mo Mochigios has started that's happening today. You have every right not to believe in it. You have every right to find loopholes. But I'm talking to the men, like... Sometimes we should just, you know, just shut up. Let these women run their campaign. Let these women fight. Yes, we can help fight for them. We can be at the background cheering them on and cheering them on. But if, it's, if it gets past that, if it gets to the point where we feel like, oh, we also have an opinion because, you know, we understand. No, you don't. You don't. We don't understand what women go through. It's just, it doesn't work that way. The best you can do is empathize. And it's sad that empathy has become such a rare commodity, especially in a world where we are so connected, you know, yet somehow we can, we just don't feel like we can feel the next person's pain enough. So I I would encourage you, like, yes, if you want to be part of the campaign, feel free. I don't plan on boycotting Twitter anytime soon because I enjoy Twitter. But I don't see anything wrong with other people, a woman starting a campaign where she wants to boycott Twitter just to shed light on the fact that women are being harassed and she wants harassment to stop. There is nothing wrong with that. And as far as I'm concerned, any Twitter I see that is related to that, that makes sense, I'm going to retweet it because I want, I want people to talk about this. It's a conversation we should have. And if the women are offline, not um, offline boycotting Twitter, I think it makes sense that the men should be online supporting them, not harassing them, not mocking them. We can do better. Besides, they say it's a man's world. So why why, why can't we show these women that, okay, it's a man's world, and at least to some degree, we as men, we have sense. And we can, even if we cannot understand completely what women are going through, we can at least empathize and be better better than the past generations. I really hope we can because that shit sucks. Well um that's my podcast episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it or not. And um I just want to show my support to the FEM coalition movement, feminist coalition movement. Amazing set of women and I'm always in awe of the fact that despite whatever is being thrown at them, how much people try to discredit what they are doing, they are still standing strong. And I wish them all the best. I wish Mochiria all the best with her campaign. I hope it's something that can start a conversation where people can talk about bullying on social media and, you know, stopping female harassment. And, you know, just hope that things get better going forward. It's a long, it's going to be an uphill battle, but I think this is a step in the right direction. I hope there will be future campaigns where, you know, more men can be integrated and be part of it. And I hope people can just do better as human beings. So um, if this is your first time of listening to the podcast, feel free to check out other episodes and uh, stay safe. Corona, stay out there and be good. Cheers. This episode of the You and I podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience.